0: Three of America's Most Wanted in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. And we're about to make you feel this one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to day one of socksmakepeoplesexy.net's end of the year shenanigans. And we are kicking it off with day one of our album of the year countdown today we will be counting down our 10 to 6 entries on our lists along with going over a couple of listener suggestions as well and joining me as always my willing accomplice in all things crime related and not it's Taylor hello hey welcome how's it going oh it's been good ready for another Decided one of these
1: the music <laughs> oh we're oh, yes. doing it
0: we are doing it doing it to it this year this is going to be real big one it's a real special one too because joining us as well is the freshest face this side of the produce section of your local grocery store we brought along brand new member of the album listening club psychic heist
2: hello hey after after an intro like that i'm I'm feeling nice.
3: Nice,
0: nice. Yep, you you've got good intros both times. I think I really put my heart into both of them.
2: I'm I'm very spoiled. Thank yep. you.
0: Yep. You are ready. Are you ready? You primed and ready. I know you've been ready for this for like three months now.
2: <laughs> yes, I have been. Uh like I mentioned in the Limp Biscuit podcast, I have been training for this. <laughs> I have been getting up early, putting on the headphones, really just listening to albums, getting to the heart and soul, trying to decipher which is truly cream of the crop and um what can i say it has been a hell of a year for music releases so i'm ready i'm ready to talk about music i'm also really excited to hear y'all's picks
0: yeah this this year has been a a, a cavalcade a whirlwind a cacophony if you will of Fantastic releases, just constant barrage of good stuff. I kept an ongoing Spotify list this year of stuff that just caught my ear that I enjoyed, and uh, when I got to the end of that list, I put two songs on each, uh, you know, from each album on that list, and it's like an eight-hour list of music. It's like, uh-oh, that's that's going to be a lot to uh, that's going to be a lot to whittle down. And needless to say, uh, this year it was quite a journey trying to whittle down that list to yeah. just ten. How would it, how was how it go for y'all?
1: So <clears throat> I'm looking at my uh, my notes page here. Uh, I have there's 30 titles on this list including the top 10. Mm-hmm. So there's there's let's say t- probably 20. Not all of the albums I listen to. I just go with whatever I see on the sidebar of my Spotify playlist and whatever I can remember. I just write down everything I can remember listening to. Uh, so there's 20 let's say 20 cuts so to speak but it looks like there was about seven that were never even in contention for <laughs> uh, one reason or another
4: mm. uh
1: i try not to be super negative but i'll just uh uh i tend to get some stuff out of the way early on in past years that just kind of really ground my gears yeah mm-hmm. uh so for me it's uh daddy's home by saint vincent and fortitude by gojira oh man that gojira one really hurt my feelings two bands i really like just releasing the fucking most boring shit imaginable I,
0: this year i was just so shocked but but is- we're gonna say we're gonna save honorable mentions and cuts for right before yeah. right before the end yeah. we're gonna because okay. this time we're not gonna spoil it we're gonna let we're gonna keep them guessing the whole time
2: keep them going
0: yep yep so uh what about you ph how did the year treat you What was it like whittling
2: that list down? It was amazing. You you talk about you spoiled me with those intros, but really this year spoiled me even more. Mm. I am, I am shocked. I feel like next year is going to probably really suck for me because it was just, there was, there was weeks this year where there was like three or four albums that I was uh, paying attention to. And you know, it seemed like a period of time. It was just like every weekend. There's something. There's something interesting going on, um, and you know, thankfully that that kind of helps you get through this year. Um, you know, take taking the edge off of everything that's going out in the real world, um, and you know, I ended up with about forty four albums Woo! that I really enjoyed. And when I love an album, I love it. Yep, live in it, enjoy it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. And this was very, very painful, uh, breaking down. And basically, I kind of think of, like, Drowning Kittens, you know. (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, no! Because part of of it is... Yeah, there's there's things on that I really really liked and and uh, I I want you all to know that I really liked them, but it may not (laughs) have made my top ten. But that doesn't mean that I didn't love because I really love it. Yeah. Um, And um, what really helped me was I I looked at the ten that I could say, could I could this album be a number one for me Mm. could i could i spin this album in a way that would be uh my number one of the year and that was the key that was the key to uh breaking everything down and uh having i guess the cream of the crop that i had this year so um so literally all uh, the
5: cream rises to the top yeah (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) This is this and, is Ricky steamboats, cup of coffee in the big time.
0: I I literally got to do that dumb macho man joke on both game of the year and album of the year. I'm very proud oh, of myself. Yes.
2: <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it. it I am shocked when I've, I've seen people talk that they thought this was a slow year. What? Uh, I just I I know everyone like music is infinite Obviously. and everyone has their own bubbles, but I I was kind of blown away by that statement. I was like, really? Um, and, and, and also just, just events that were happening this year, uh, like to the very end, um, you know, not an album per se, but, uh, enjoying the, the Beatles get back documentary Mm -hmm. series. That was a big music event. Um, and then at the very, very end, uh, you know, Arca comes out with four (laughs) albums that just, Scratched an itch for me that I hadn't really even experienced for the rest of the year. Uh, and I just felt so spoiled because they're all these different experiences and ways of expression, uh, that just a treat to listen to for me. Mm. Um, so I, um, yeah, I, I've just, uh, I'm, I just feel like I can't believe I've had such a big, big year in music. So, Let's do this. Let's right. start talking. Let's talk.
0: Yeah, like even right up to the end of the year, I was getting, you okay. know, like like failure and, and, and scenic, yes. which I'm not considering mm-hmm. this year because they came out so late that I, I need time to live in those two albums. So there's still some stuff that came out in December that's going to be like still in consideration over the next year. But we will mm-hmm. get more into that later in the show. I think it's time, that we've got such a loaded show that we need, yeah. we need to get the wheels on the ground. And here's how things are going to go. Psychic High, since you are the newest face here, you will be starting us off, and you're going to shape the show. Whoever you want to go next, you throw it to afterward. So, that's just how it goes. So, whoever you want to go after you, just call it, and that will be the order for the remainder of the show. So, get us started with a... Since you are basically an entire list of number ones, uh, given your logic, (laughs) give us your first number one (laughs) at number 10. My first
2: number one at number 10 is... Uh, it is The Turning Wheel by Spelling. Mm. Um, so Spelling is uh, Christia Cabral. Uh, she's a musician from Oakland, California, mm. and I would say her music is like in this realm of like fantastical indie pop ballads. Mm-hmm. Uh, think like uh, Joanna Newsom or, or Kate Bush. Oh,
0: okay, yep, yep. Uh,
2: okay. And, <laughs> and uh, This album, The Turning Wheel, it feels like you're experiencing a gothic fairy tale book filled with rich, detailed paintings found in some old library at your nearest magic castle, wherever that is. Um, It is um, just so lush and serene and detailed. And no matter how many times I listen to this album, I'm always finding something new. Uh the instrumentation complements each other like so perfectly uh in in the mix. And what really uh, impresses me is that this is self-produced. Oh like when you
0: always love when that. You
2: to, yeah, when you listen to it, it's just so rich, you're just like you did this? Um it's she's she's truly a, a talent. Um and I said the album reminds me a little bit of uh Howard Ashman and Alan Menken era of uh Disney films. Mm. Uh like uh, Little Mermaid, yeah. uh, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin, and that's because her vocals have a bit of a, a musical theater um vibe amongst them. Um, mm-hmm. and uh you know, I I had shared a song from this album with one of my friends and he told me he's like that sounds like fancy vampire music <laughs> um which i was like fuck yeah perfect. bring me all your fancy vampires um i mean if you see uh, the picture that Ciara drew of me i'm wearing a vampire cape so yep. that's right up my alley
0: right it's perfect <laughs> but it, it but like it turns out it,
2: right <laughs> but but it turns out there that um the uh, francis ford coppola uh dracula was an actual influence on this album. So, my friend wasn't exactly wrong. <laughs> the influence um, makes sense. Yes. Um, this is an album that is in love uh, with the natural world. It's in love with its creatures. Uh, it's got this adorable song about a penguin. Shout out to that. Um, and uh, I'd like to say there's just one thing. Uh, one little caveat I do have about the album is that there's a distinct night and day feel about it Mm -hmm. so like the first half the first like six songs or so it's a brighter tone uh more immediate hitting pop ballads but by the time we get to um the second half it's much darker and moodier uh with like a like a prog-like influence sort of slow burn Mm -hmm. just the way it uh, moves and i kind of think of that like in our first half we've been in the forest We've been casting our magic spells. We're celebrating the natural world, like, you know, good pagans and witches. Uh, But then as the sun goes down, uh, the spell, a spell has now been cast on us and we're like in a trance. So it kind of makes the second half of this album, uh, I think, a little more headier. And it could, it might take a little bit more to, you know let it grow on you. The sequencing um,
0: could make it seem a little lopsided, basically.
2: Yes. Yes. Um, and that's, that, that's the thing is I, I vibe with this album like a hundred percent for a good chunk of it. But mm. like in the, in the latter half, I'm like, I, I kind of goes down a bit to like maybe 90, 85%, you know, mm. um, it's still, still, it's, it's a really, really impressive production. Um, I, um, I would, the the track I'd like to play from this album uh, is actually one of the songs that kicks off the second half kind of like when Nighttime's about to hit mm-hmm. uh, and it was the first single I heard from this um, album that w- it floored me and mm. I, I marked on the calendar June 25th I'm there day one um, because I knew this album was going to have some kind of splash mm. so uh, that song is called Boys at School and um, Again, this is not just only one of my favorite songs on the album, but I I think it's uh, one of my just favorite singles of the year. So last year, Polly, you closed it out. Sure. So I'm going to actually let Taylor close it out this time. So that means this goes to you. It goes to me.
0: I am second in line. I like that attention to detail. You went back and you did your homework.
1: Wowie Howie. Uh,
0: Look at you! I sure
1: did. Yeah, usually me and Polly have to look that up yeah. ourselves. I'm
0: we, glad yeah. somebody did. I was about to ask Taylor. Taylor, who went? I don't remember. I, I looked it up. I looked it up too. <laughs> good, good. I usually do. Somebody needs to do the homework. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm the pretty one. I just host things. That's all I'm here. I, to I do. Mean, I, I went back and I listened to all y'all's
2: album of the year. Oh uh, man, that's a uh, lot. Yes, yeah.
0: That's a lot. It was,
2: oh, it was great. It was. It was actually. It's a treat. It's a treat. It's. It's fun to see. The tastes and the growth, and
1: it, it, it's fun to see the slow mental degradation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> some of that, yeah, yeah. All right, so my number 10. Um, I don't think that there is a day after the release date of this album that went by that I didn't have at least one track from this album stuck in my brain, uh, because mm. it's just full of earworms and it never lets me go. It's glow on by turnstile. Um, mm. this mm, album's yes. just it's. Earworm City. It's just 35 minutes of sing-along hardcore punky jams that get in your ear and don't get out. Mm-hmm. A big clean production, just super live, raw energy. Just a great sounding record, and like there's not a whole lot I need to say about it. It's just, hey, like, it this album is what it is. You put it in, you know exactly what you're getting. Like, you're getting all of these. Fun takes on uh, various punk and hardcore styles, They're with a nice, crisp, clean production, and those hooks will get stuck in your head for days. Um, uh, I'm pretty. I know. I know. Ph listened to this one. Um,
2: I. I love this. I love this album. Yeah, it, I love this it's album. It's a fun little album. Yeah. Uh, know, uh I, this. Uh, my first experience with this is I, they did the holiday EP, mm-hmm. and it was like at this weird pocket of time where everybody was getting the vaccine around me and it was, summer was kicking in and that song played and I was like, yay, things are going to change. It's finally going to (laughs) happen. Didn't quite, but, but there's a lot of good feelings uh, with that track. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, this is, it's a great album.
0: Convenient that holiday is the track that you, that you specifically mentioned because that is my pick. That is the song that of All of these tracks is the one that just gets stuck in my head, like, almost on a daily basis. Such a great tune. Easy to sing along to. Like, these guys are going to be super fun to see live. Um, Mm -hmm. They just had their live debut on TV a few nights ago, I think, um, and they played uh, Mystery and TLC. uh, So that was, like, a fun little Mm. preview of what they can do live, and it looked really fun. So, yeah. Yeah, that's my number 10 is glow on by turnstile and the track that i've chosen is now it's a holiday
2: i can hear that riff
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's a holiday <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah it's so good That so good oh it's
0: so catchy so <laughs> fun taylor yo how you doing over so, there taylor i got you you got a number 10 for us
1: i do have a number 10 i've been quiet so far because uh your number 10s were albums i haven't listened to by bands i've never heard of before oops,
0: oops. <laughs> that's gonna happen a lot
1: <laughs> yeah well that's good yeah that's a. Uh, One thing about my list this year is that there's less of a theme Mm. than there has been Mm. uh, over some of the previous years. Uh, So my number 10 is actually Smiling With No Teeth by Genesis Owusu. Hey, that's a good record. All right, so Genesis Owusu is a Ghanaian-American rapper. It's Uh, Ghanaian-Australian. Ghanaian-Australian, okay, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. (laughs) i have i know nothing about him yeah he's uh, he's a
0: cool dude i saw fantano interview him a while back and he seemed really hmm. cool and laid back
1: <laughs> oh well that's cool um so yeah this just uh then somebody posted in the music channel on the discord and i gave it a look into and yeah i really dug it it sort of reminds me of Saul williams in a way
0: oh yeah i can actually That's see the that connection
1: that makes sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know especially then you know the nine inch nails produced uh sol williams oh record. yeah yeah that yeah. one's real some good of them, <laughs> some of the more you know it, it kind of reminded me somewhat of that uh not that it sounds like a nine inch nails production just that it sounds like an industrial production
0: yeah
1: but not you know, when you say industrial hip-hop these days, it kind of throws people's mind immediately to Death Grips. Death Grips, clipping yeah. This is, clipping. This is not that. Yeah. <laughs> this is not that. No, this, this is very different from like,
0: that. He's a, like, he's typically, like, I believe he's typically kind of lumped in with, like, more of uh, the funk movement, uh, because a lot of his uh, stuff is more funk-oriented, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, he's it's not got,
0: strictly uh, a rapper you know, at all. Like, he's more of a singer-songwriter kind of dude.
1: Yeah, and you can definitely hear it on this record because it's not like, uh, as best as I understand, I know nothing about hip-hop, but right. as best as I understand, uh, most rappers kind of try to identify their flow, mm-hmm. and then from there, you kind of construct the beats that match what their kind of natural flow is. Yeah. Do I get mm-hmm. that? Is that yeah. is that how that works? I think that's a fair mm-hmm. assessment. Yeah. Uh, this guy is way more rhythmically varied.
0: Yeah, like his like this album, like if you look at like the various styles of song from track to track, just it never stays still. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's because it goes from kind of you know, uh, one of my um one of my picks from this record,
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh, is a uh, whipcracker, which yes. is kind of that. Uh, sort of a more aggressive more driving song but then you get you know I call I was thinking more disco which I guess is the funk connection but you get you know different kind of groovier things sprinkled here and there throughout this record yeah but it's all got this kind of it's smooth sounding but there's also moments where those drums and you know synthy bits get kind of crunchy oh yeah or industrial aggressive mm-hmm. uh, so but for this one I picked uh, whipcracker.
3: Spit up on your grave. Hope my thoughts behave. We so depraved. Spit up on your grave. Hope my thoughts behave. We so depraved. Uh, hope your soul is safe, We go hold your faith. Hope your soul is safe, We go hold your faith. Look into the eyes of your master Tell me if he still got the answer If you pour my ass to the pastor Better go Casper for a disaster Why you asking why I'm so jaded? Who forgot your thoughts on the races? Mammy got the crumbs from your faces Fan all your babies still cup the races You a woman beater but you still want respect Fuck a bet Sit your ass in prison Sucker you get checked I digress Goofy motherfucker Slipping you get slipped. Hope you whip. You ain't getting safe I'm on my Malcolm X Lie. Mama said mama saw You a fucking Star. Keep your hands to yourself when you at the bar. Mama say, Mama saw you go home to I don't care about your cars, you be fucking smart. Spit up on your grave. Hope my thoughts behave. We so depraved. Spit up on your grave. Hope my thoughts behave. We so depraved. Mama say, Mama saw you a fucking star. Keep your hands to yourself when you wet the bar. I've been rocking, rocking with my crew. We don't fuck with neo-Nazi spew Say what's up to you, you, you and you You rolling with the fucking cameras? Spit sword. up all your grave Hope my thoughts behave We so depraved Spit up all your grave Hope my thoughts behave We so depraved uh, Hope your soul is safe, We gon' hold your faith Hope your soul is safe, We gon' hold your faith Whip your hands, whip your ass Whip your meds, whip This ain't the 50s You wait talking shit Know your place, no yo, role, or you get whipped. You ain't no masses, your place is been flipped. Whip your hands, whip your ass, whip your meds, whip. This ain't the 50s, you ain't talking shit. No your place, no your role, or you get whipped. You ain't no masses, your place is been flipped. Uh, your soul is set We gon' hold your fate. your soul is. Don't hope your soul is safe.
0: And we are going to throw it right on back to our good pal PH cruising into hey. your number nine. What do you got?
2: All right. Are you ready? Um, Be- I'm I'm are, are, are oh, ready? so you're like, it's corn. Are it's you corn. Ready? <laughs> it's it's close. That was close, but not quite. Uh, so the title of my number nine album is Fire. And I must say this album certainly is. Oh, it is it is fire from uh, music artist The bug. Oh um,
0: shit, this one's good. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and this is uh, who's who's Kevin Martin. He's a United Kingdom based record producer i guess combined like industrial dub uh british dub and, and hip-hop uh genres and kind of like this really cinematic flair mm-hmm. and i um,
1: believe i've seen him open for nine inch nails oh yeah. well hot damn, i'm jealous
2: <laughs> i am jealous oh uh, gosh i would i would love to go uh see one of his shows um and um so Martin is the one who who creates the the backdrop and is producing the tracks, um, but each track will feature uh, like a UK-based MC, mm-hmm. um, with the exception of More Mother, um, who was what drew me to this album in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's definitely been one of my uh, breakout uh, stars of the year. Uh, i've really really enjoyed what such, she's been doing such
0: a unique voice oh she's, in what she's doing like I'm she just fan. commands attention
2: yes i mean it was like yeah. a fan immediately mm. uh and so um like i said before album combo of industrial hip-hop and like british dub and it has this very strong post-apocalyptic societal collapse concept running around it yep. um which, you know, wonder what recent events inspire all that, right? Hmm. (laughs) So it being a political album, uh, it's immensely entertaining, though, Mm -hmm. and I think it is filled with nothing but bangers from top to bottom. Um, It's a very hard-hitting album, and it's a heavy-sounding album. Like, the heaviness of this bass... Kind of reminds me a little bit of that Godflesh album, Post Self, that oh. you had on oh, yeah. U.S. Yeah. Taylor. Yeah. It's, it just has that feel. It just feels so giant and good. Um, I could say this album would kind of sort of ride it home as like a soundtrack for a mainline Shin Megami Tensei game.
0: Oh, God, like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this song, yeah, this album would fit right in.
2: Yeah, it's like if Megaton uh, were to take place in Britain and have a real... <laughs> And having like a really good marijuana song, like this would be that album. Um, So anyway, I could put any of these songs on a roulette table, and wherever it falls, I'd just be happy to play it for you. But since I mentioned Shin Megami Tensei, I'm gonna go with the track "Demon" Mm. featuring Ira.
7: This is the year two thousand and ninety-nine. They'm a preman, demon. They'm a demon, So sucker. Move to my zone, you're not know human. You demon, demon. Man, you want the boy? They'm a preman, demon, demon. so Sucker, move to my zone, you're not know human. You Boss boy head with the hammer I know the hammer where we borrow from Dada I want gun where we get from jammer Can't pick it up in another New wheelbarrow. barrow Miss me dog, them you're nasty tomorrow It a go head in a bumbo clad sorrow Buy we buy gun boy with a barrow Bullet I go fly in a bumbo clad marrow Them a demon, demon And know said the boy them a pre-man Demon, demon So come out and me soon you're not human Demon, demon, my nose at the boy, them my pre-man Demon, demon, so come out of my zone, you know, man
3: Walk in a helmet, I'm frightened, me with your thunder and lightning Big dad, I just tell me if it's smiting, so when I
4: see him, ballon, I'm on a hand sighting
7: Cop killer, do the writing, every day me burn them out with me writing And them bum buckler friend, me not like him I and I will never stop fighting, fighting, demon Demon, I know said the boy they're ma my pre-man. Demon they Dem my demon. So come out of my zone, you're not human. Demon, demon, menum no said the boy they're ma my pre-man. Demon. demon, so come out of my zone, you're not human. human, 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 human.
2: So Polly, that was Demon. What's your nine?
0: I think I have an appropriate follow-up for for a song called Demon from an album called Fire. I think I've got a great follow-up. So my number nine, my number nine came out a little later in the year, so like a little recency Mm -hmm. bias may not let it have climbed as high as it could have, but I promise you, the first time I spun this album, I was grinning ear to ear, from the opening notes of existential terror to the yeah. final <laughs> yes. resonating keys of Us Dark Invincible. My number nine is Existence is Futile by Cradle of Filth. Oh, awesome. yeah! I'm oh, pretty awesome. sure all three of us... Is, I know that P.H. spun this one because he just got the vinyl yesterday.
2: Uh, just, I just... <laughs> my this is my metal album of the year i'm just gonna go ahead and say it like i just i i love i i've never listened i don't want to steal your spot by the way no, so, no
3: just okay. go
4: just go uh, uh,
2: i i uh have never listened to cradle of filth before in my life mm-hmm. like my my asso- <laughs> my association with cradle of filth was uh we had a music appreciation class in high school and like the hot topic kid would like he that he brought a cradle of filth song yeah! to um to for us to listen to um and uh, at the time was like, i was like yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> And that, that's how i was like oh that was interesting um <laughs> You know, and then there's the, the great joke in the the British show IT crowd, uh, where one of the characters is a cradle of yeah So that, that, that was kind of that was kinda of like all I that was my association. Uh, so I put this album on just because the the cover wigs me out a little bit. <laughs> it's a cover and a half alright. Yeah. I showed it I showed it to my wife and she was like, <laughs> Don't let your daughter see that. Don't! Um, and I um I love this thing. This this, like, this like. I wish I'd listened to Cradle of Filth sooner in my life because like, oh, this is like this is like Castlevania to me a little bit, you know? Yeah, like oh, this absolutely. Is just, this is great. So, I'll let you. Yeah, I'll let you go from there.
0: I like basically everything you said. Like, I had a shitty grin the whole time I, I listened to this album the first time because I I don't think the Cradle of Filth has really been hitting the way they used to. Uh, and latter day Cradle of Filth is like it's not bad. Uh, but it's not like, like when the best thing that they'd put out for a while was the remaster of Cruelty and the Beast, it was like, oh, okay. You know, like, cause oh, yeah. we mentioned that last year and it was like, yeah, that's, it's oh, great yeah. that that <laughs> album is listenable now. Um, with no mention to the album they had put out a year beforehand. It's like, oops.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, you know, 2015, they had a really good record that just missed my top 10. Mm. Uh, but 2017's Cryptoriana uh, was just kind of, just kind of, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Uh, you know, the singles were fun in concert. But, yeah, I can you imagine know. that. But, um, you know, I also I'm there for Bathory Aria, not Heartbreak and Seance. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, this album, <laughs> while I was listening to this album, it threw me right back into, like, the band's finer moments from, like, Cruelty and the Beast and Median, which is my personal favorite. Yeah. Like, this <laughs> album feels like it encompasses their career in a way without feeling like they set out to make a career-encompassing album. It just feels natural. Like... It like, like the sounds of a hellish apocalypse flowed freely from them, in a way that has not happened before. It's just like this perfect late career wake up album, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it, 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 like they still got it, and I think that like with enough time, like this album, like literally may end up being my favorite album of theirs because it's nice. so strong. It's yeah, so Yeah, this was a pretty
1: solid record.
0: Yeah. And I've chosen Us Dark Invincible as my pick mm-hmm. because it is just literally one of my favorite songs of the year. Just, I... It gets stuck in my head all the time. Not even an earworm, but it's just like this is such a great Mm -hmm. fucking rock song. Oh, it's so like this album though. It's so theatric. It's so melodramatic. It's wallowing in all of that.
2: Absolutely.
0: It's wallowing in this gothic texture and these hellish sound like landscapes and these images that it's creating. Such an amazingly Mm well-produced, well-thought-out, well-concepted record. Mm Existence is Futile by Cradle of Filth, and here is Us Dark Invincible. What you got what you got for a number nine
1: my number nine is ultra pop by the Armed. oh
0: there's a loud one
1: yeah uh i don't know what you'd call i don't know what <laughs> genre you'd call this it's everything like,
0: it's everything it's like
1: industrial punk it is everything or other yeah uh, this is one of those bands that appears to have a partially anonymous uh, membership list. Although, I believe uh, Ben Chisholm, who is Chelsea Wolfe's yeah. bass player and co-songwriter, was involved in this somehow, as were a numerous other people. Dude from Converge. But, yeah. um, just a
0: number of people. Like They try to keep it anonymous, you know, but they've been doing it. Like, they did a uh, an Adult yeah. Swim performance in uh, a few of them were wearing masks and stuff, but, like, it's a little more easier to tell who they are these days, because I think that they wanted to have a more uh, front f- uh, front-facing front uh, release this time around, because they've kept yeah. things pretty low-key for their last few releases.
1: Yeah, so I just, I'd never heard of them before. Oh. Uh, that's a running, that was, that's the running theme for this early part of my list before we move on.
0: Just kind of like things that <laughs> caught you off guard. Yeah, you I'll, know, I'll you know my somebody, list is like
1: that. Nice. You know, probably probably Polly put this in the music channel and I, I listen to it. Like, that's, oh, where, that's where
2: I got it. I from.
0: remember I remember like because <laughs> like, I had been listening to them since like the untitled album. I think was like 2015 or 2016. I, I remember sharing this one with everybody because like when they did the video for an iteration, they got David Hader to do the intro <laughs> for it. <laughs> a solid yep. snake.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in, I mean, interestingly, you bring up solid snake. Uh, cause, uh, my, the, my pick for this album is Big Shell. Yes. yes. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this just this, the whole tenor of this album is that it's wild, noisy, uh, chaotic. Mm-hmm. I would compare it to stuff, you know, like it's like melt banana and <laughs> boredoms by way of Sonic Youth. Yeah. And that's... something, and like, uh, you know, produced by Kurt Ballou and Godflesh. Yeah not it was probably produced by Kurt Ballou, it actually. was the I God believe actually. Part was a joke
0: <laughs> I know that he I know that Kurt blue worked on their previous two albums so
1: yeah so, no just exceptionally abusive, occasionally catchy uh, and a really breezy listen to I think this is what 35 30 minutes something or minutes something?
0: yeah it's real real fast
1: <laughs> it was yeah it's just a real nice shot of adrenaline to get you going mm-hmm <clears throat> And I'm going with Big Shell. Let's throw it back to Psychic Heist.
0: I know what Psychic Heist can do for me, though.
2: What can I I do for you? I
0: understand that we we do have our first listener list up and ready to go. So why don't you, like, before you hop into your number eight, why don't you bless our ears with uh, a faithful listener's favorite albums of the year?
2: Uh, Absolutely. It is an honor. Uh, All right. So uh, the list I'm going to be reading from is from Gunblade Warrior. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. here we go. Um, hello Club of Album Listening. It is Thomas, aka Gunblade Warrior with three favorite albums of the year. Number three Tales from Six Feet Under by Charlotte Wessels. Mm. The first solo album album from the former Delane Singer caught me by surprise. There's a song sung in Danish that still rocks, even though I had no idea what it was about. I love that. I love that when you listen to it. You know, an album that in another language, right? And you're just like, you know, um,
0: yeah. Like a lot of
8: people tend
2: to only want to listen to music in their language, and I
0: understand that for a lot Mm -hmm. because obviously a lot of people connect to music lyrically. Um, Mm -hmm. But but I'm someone that like I like music from lots of languages, and because I feel that music is more universal in that way. So yeah, when you find something Mm -hmm. that's just like. You know, I like I like a lot of German music, for instance, or, and, mm-hmm. like, Rhett likes a lot of yeah. Japanese music, for instance. So. Yes, yep. So, yep. like, if you, Same. yeah, like, being able to connect to music, even when you don't maybe understand what they're saying, really is such a, a magical and cool thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So on with uh, thomas's letter here mm-hmm.
2: uh we have number two eternal blue by spirit box mm,
0: i kind of figured that one would i was thinking that would be number one with as much as uh am
2: <laughs> yes, shocked I, Gunblade he would would send the <laughs> uh lots of tracks from this uh, yeah here. i uh, was shocked this was not number one right i think they even said this is gonna probably be my number one but <laughs> he, he tricked us uh, so this is the full length debut album from this metalcore band. It kicks a ton of ass. I discovered this band last year when I clicked on the video for the song "Holy Roller" on mm. YouTube. So I, I've listened to this album. Uh, mm. there's, they, they got a they got a thing going on. I think they actually made a bit of a splash this year. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they they it's 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 a it's a good. It's got a, it's a good shot in the arm. Didn't they? Um, uh, did they
0: help some other band that got their shit jacked? I think that they helped another band by just getting them new gear and shit too. Like Spirit Box, oh. I know that they got, they earned themselves a lot of goodwill uh, this year. That's
2: nice. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. That's nice.
0: <laughs> I think that was them.
2: And Gunblade Warriors' number one album of the year, Omega by Epica. Mm,
0: okay, another one that I was oh. just like, I, I'm not surprised to see that there. <laughs>
2: Epica is one of my favorite bands, and their latest album is amazing. Mm-hmm. This album has my jam of the year. Kingdom of Heaven, Part 3, The Antidiluvian Universe. Did I pronounce that right? You probably yeah, right. did.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh. it means before the flood. Right.
2: Oh, nice, nice. Well, I'll have to check that out. That's a nice, good-ass list. Yep. Is that all that's, they have to that's, say?
0: that's all we got. All yeah. right. Well, why don't you keep things a moving by dropping a nice big fat number eight for us to listen to?
2: The fat number 888. Eight, yeah. As uh, we've come to know around here. Um,
1: <laughs> well, this candy parable uh, has forever infected this podcast. Eight, 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 eight. <laughs> You're in heaven so. now,
9: Stan. <laughs>
2: Get ready uh, for your first crossover. Uh, It's going to be me and Taylor. Uh, My number 888 is by the world's greatest band, The Armed, and it's Ultra Pop.
0: (laughs) Well, there Um, you go. Nice.
2: um, So uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about who's in the band, who's not in the band. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've seen the videos and pictures. and, And to me, I'm like, whoever is in this band, whoever is not in this band, they're all incredibly hot. They and are!
0: Everybody in this band is freaking hot.
2: They are very, very hot. Yeah. And it also looks looks like they enjoy the gym as well. Oh
0: god, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like it's like Code Orange has like one member that's always going shirtless because, you know, he's built like a monster truck. The ARM yeah. has 50 of those guys. Yes. And yes. girls! Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, very good looking group. Yeah. Um so. We, we, we've talked a little bit about this. Uh, my take on ultra pop is, and anyone can correct me here, but I almost, if, I almost wonder if uh, they looked at the hyper pop genre and the way that hyper pop kind of takes uh, trendy sounds from like electronic and hip hop and uh. club and pop music and kind of like amps those sounds to like a thousand <laughs> to where it's almost uh-huh. just unbearable. Yeah. Um, and i wonder if the arn was like hey we're going to do that but we're going to do it with uh, our own spin electronics and hardcore metal punk noise and psychedelic rock yeah um and they just you know throw all that into the blender um to to where it's almost indecipherable but i feel like the more time you spend with this album like the shapes of yeah. the songs really start to appear to you mm-hmm. like i think this uh, uh d- do y'all remember the 3d illusion books called magic eye? This was a 90s thing. Uh I feel like this album kind of sounds like that where you're staring at a picture that looks like a bunch of fuzzy psychedelic patterns. Mm -hmm. Uh, but as you pull away from the picture, like you can, you can like see a 3d object out of it. Yep.
1: Um, I I mean, I have, I happen to have floral shot by Macintosh
2: plus on pink vinyl back
1: there. So there you go.
2: (laughs) Nice. Um, And yeah, we and we've already, you know, gave the album a shout out for its Metal Gear Solid 2 references. Um, (laughs) The the song I'm choosing to play uh, was my third most played song of the year, according to my Spotify. Um, And I'm going to create that as my personal number one, because my Spotify said uh, my my number one was Long Legged Larry by Aesop Rock. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) And my number two was Harder, uh, Better, Faster, Stronger from Daft Punk, which that's that's my kids' fault. They that, oh. that's all they that's, they just wanted to listen to those two songs this year.
0: Where did um, Limp Biscuit appear on your Spotify raft?
2: <laughs> I you know, I was I was actually a little bummed that oh. Limp Biscuit wasn't wasn't mentioned. Oh, but, but, no. but but Reddit gave me the shout out. Reddit said I should hang out in the Limp Biscuit uh, sub forum. <laughs> so. Um but yeah, so um, yeah, I'm saying this is this is my most played song of the year. And it's an iteration. Yes! So um, I just love this song. It just kicks so much ass. It's so
0: me. good. Shot of adrenaline.
2: Yeah. Hit him yes, with it. Absolutely. And here we go. Polly eight 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 I must provide an eight
0: eight 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 you should play the Stanley Parable sometime. It's got it's got a re-release coming out if you've not played it. Okay. He's adding a bunch of content to it, so there's a new version coming out sometime next year. Oh so. I believe it'll be on consoles <laughs> too, so yeah. That'll be fun. Wow. A little off Making tangent notes. there, getting some games in my music podcast. Sorry about that, folks. Um so I can I can I can like so we just we've just had our faces blown off uh, twice in a row by the armed so I will help bring things down a bit we'll make it a little smokier a little more dissonant for you. Mm. My Ooh. number eight is brass from more Mother and Billy Woods.
2: Oh mm-hmm. nice. yeah
0: this came nice. out on Christmas Day last year so I'm counting mm-hmm.
2: it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um,
0: this is an album that it's it's oh, it's weirdly hard to recommend. Because Mm -hmm. it's not an album, like, like it won't be immediately gripping piece of work for most people, I think. Um, It even took me three or four listens to finally Mm -hmm. start dialing into it, because it's just lyrically dense. Uh, The beats are unconventional, they're dusty. There's nothing on here that's going to, like, uh, my last couple have had, like, earworms in them. And we've mentioned those a lot already. This has no earworms or bangers. Uh, this is mm-hmm. an artistic statement album. Um, you, you, like, we've mentioned more Mother already. And she's, like, every syllable of from her is, like, on point. She commands your attention. And, like, Billy Woods contrasts yes. that. By, so well, he's a, he is adrift on these beats. He's a mm-hmm. lot more free flowing, and the way that they each like approach each track's subject matter by, and the way they lyrically bounce off of one another's ideas and rhymes, it's dizzying. Once you mm-hmm. start catching on to what they're doing. Um, and that's really yeah. what made this album something that I could not stop listening to is because it kept feeling rewarding. Like, I would always come away from it with something new or catching a new little anecdote that somebody that like maybe Billy was like following up on more mothers last verse with like a line that's like 16, you know, like six bars later or something. It's like, oh, that's so wild. Um mm-hmm. And the production is just it's dusty it's it's noisy but it's very subdued and it always sounds like it's on the verge of maybe lashing out but it never goes for that full-on catharsis
2: yeah um, yeah it's it's everything is just simmering
0: yeah it's a slow slow 35 40 minute simmer of of Two masters of their craft putting on an exhibition, and it's just very impressive. It really is. It's it's an incredible album. Yeah, and the the track that I've chosen is Maroon because it's just one of my favorites, and I just really it's a perfect example of yes. these two bouncing off of one another and their like and how their styles contrast so well. Um, just just a fantastic album if you really like experimental. Uh, like heady hip hop and you don't mind it taking a few listens for it to kind of start getting getting its claws into you I would say give this a spin that's the way that I can recommend it but but, but, like if you're looking for bangers if you're looking for something like Denzel Curry or something like that that, that's not what you're getting here this is not
2: it this is not club rap (laughs) no
0: this is this is this is lyrical masters coming in doing what they're doing and saying a lot of real important shit in really, yep. really smart ways um, over some great productions. So that's Brass from More Mother and Billy Woods. And this is Maroon. And of
4: course, no such thing as-
3: Caravans crisscrossing dunes, and ants crawling on the face of the moon, and 599 Trelawney maroons, marooned in the snow and gloom, and Nova Scotia colder in the doom, and sour stinking, handkerchiefs soaked in perfume, female flowers drinking in her wounds, and I need our big guy that let me be the little spoon, and no white saviors, look what happened to the Cubans, Reluctantly sold Bud to my white neighbors when they moved in. Yup, that's right. Harbingers abound. Locust swarming, you can't see the ground. The sun blotted out. The sound of plague rattling against the house. I knew it was over when I
6: dropped the quarter in the class. Washington hit ass, looking at me like you are the gas. But what about the oil rivers? diamond mine glitters, H&H and all his bitches, Sir Gilbert's riches, the queen of England still in voodoo scriptures, painting foggy ass pictures of John B. Crow Sugar Cane stripping, you don't know no man, and you don't know me, hot and hot, 10 rounds clipping, tall baby spitting, in the face of the clan, in the face of your man, in the kingdom of Ham. Son of climate change Noah, allowed to pick and choose in the Torah. my lord. I'm just a blood pour. Ten seconds left with the earth in my hand. I'm the go-to source.
4: It's a race. Longest race that's ever been known, skull and bone, chaos and tone. The bell tolled, ringing ears with religion. Calculated division from the clock tower. You see, the blood bank glistens.
6: Process of change. Coming. Interlocking around sound spinning discs. Moorish architecture. Inside voices, don't let them get a hold of the word, let alone the design.
0: So Taylor. Yay. I hear you got that hot eight eight eight
1: eight eight for us. I do have a hot eight 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 for you. What you got? What you got? Hit me. All right. So, number 8 is um a band that I've been aware of for ever because they're everywhere. Believe it or not, I have never listened to an album from this band <laughs> before this one. <laughs> so, there's something on my to-do list because my number 8 is No Gods No Masters by Garbage.
0: Oh, this was Nice. This is such a good
1: fucking album. Mhm. Oh, yeah. This is so Garbage. Um for everybody who's not me, is uh, an American rock band out of where Madison, Wisconsin, really. Yep. I know Shirley Manson's Scottish. Yeah. And it's uh, got Butch Vig on drums and blah, blah, blah. He's more famous for, you know, recording Nevermind Never and yeah. Siamese Dream and all that. Yeah. But so Garbage dropped this record this year, and yeah, I really dug it quite a bit. It's so uh, empowering. It almost... <laughs> yeah it's uh it kind of reminds me of uh if kmfdm didn't suck nowadays
0: <laughs> it reminds me of like it's like riot girl music without the riot girl aesthetic
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know it. it's got that sort of you know i guess they call this industrial i yeah. don't know industrial
0: it's, applies to some industrial for babies. <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah, I, I I and liking Industrial for Babies, I just love the sense on yeah, this album. This album got sounds, real crispy. Sounds sense. so good to me. Yeah. Sounds so good to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's just, you know, it it has a coherent theme and sort of tone to it all, mm-hmm. all but uh each song is quite different from the next and yeah. it's uh it you know, it kind of keeps you interested and engaged all the way through. There's also a whole bonus disc that's kind of cool, but I don't count bonus tracks nah, in this. <laughs> nah, I, I never
0: go with bonus tracks or anything like that. But mm. yeah, like this this album, like when it came out, was just a complete shock to me at how like just consistently good start to finish it was. because and, and Not that Garbage, I think, has ever done anything bad because I like their last album made my list one year. <laughs>
2: that's right yeah
0: um uh so yeah like this this album was like just super good and again like it's so like so many like just directly confrontational lyrics like shirley manson kind of being let loose in a way that i don't think she's ever been before
4: mm-hmm.
0: like she's never been this direct with uh yeah. you know the things that she obviously stands for and i think that like in 2021 it makes sense to be as loud about the kind of things that she wants to be loud about you know the way that absolutely absolutely
1: Yeah, speaking of, uh, speaking of direct, direct, my pick for this is Godhead.
0: Yes! Oh, Oh, there
1: you are. I thought I lost you for a second. No, we good, we good, we good. (laughs) All right. Yeah, so Godhead, uh, which is the best song that Nights or Ebb never wrote. (laughs) Uh, With, you know, the the best lyrics that's, uh, you know, some kind of band like Hands Off Gretel or early sleater kenny would have written oh yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so yeah it's just got that very sort of aggressive industrial dancey kind of vibe to it yeah and it's got that sort of catchy late 80s early 90s industrial dancey kind of thing to it but it doesn't I feel can... dated that's the cool thing no yeah not at all it definitely feels very present and now And it takes me back to goth nightclubs in Denver. Hell yeah, there you go. All right, let's let's move right on. All right, so I assume we're gonna throw it right on back to Ph, hey. who is going
0: to bless our ears with another one, a hot oh. number seven. I can't believe uh,
2: uh, it. A, a number seven. I'm, I've made it this far. You've done it. Seven. You've I, persevered. I, I, I You're doing great. Down, we're rolling down here. Um, look, y'all, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> my my number seven is is from a hip-hop artist like i deeply love oh i i deeply love this artist and the the fanboy in me wants it to be number one Mm. my number my number seven album is jpeg mafias lp with the exclamation this uh, is the uh,
0: you you're going with Bandcamp version, right? The only yeah. good ver the offline. only version.
2: Offline. Yes, offline version. Yeah. Um yeah, don't listen that. to the streaming versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't 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 do the Spotify one. Go um go to Bandcamp. His band
0: camp. Oh, oh. Get oh, that version. It's the version oh. that he wants released. Like it's the one that's most personal to him.
2: That's right. It, it, um, he um yeah, trouble Clearing samples from it, yeah. so that's why um, you kind of go. You got to go hunting for it, but it's still it's easy enough to find. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You so think you, know you um, think you know me? I can't escape wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> You can't. You can't. Yeah. I mean, um, so JPEG Mafia has been represented on the album of the year cast before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, is a I guess is now in Brooklyn. He's now based in Brooklyn, and I would I would deem Peggy as, like, the counterculture rapper right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, his beats and flow, the lyrics are just so unique to the point mm-hmm. that I, this is an artist that I just feel like is just a true motherfucking artist. Like, yeah. he mm-hmm. doesn't give a fuck about what other people think of his music. Mm-hmm. And, and he's not trying to please everybody. He's doing his thing. And I, I think this creates a specific sort of sound and vibe. It's almost like a listener check of uh who's in and who's out oh god yeah yeah i have I get, like friends hip-hop heads uh that i've talked to and i like pass on jpeg mafia it's, some of it's it's hard for for some reason something about peggy is difficult for them to to latch on to but i'm telling them they're missing out oh god, um, yeah so uh Polly, you've mentioned before like previous albums like veteran and all my heroes are cornballs um they're they're shit posts pretty much (laughs) um and i would agree because those 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 are kind of like shit posts on like current hip-hop trends and hipsters toxic masculinity uh, racism of uh, course racism uh, uh, right-wing political culture like in general he's Um,
0: very incisive
2: yes and um but what i find really interesting with this new one lp mm-hmm. is um it's to me it's more removed oh yeah uh, this is a very personal posting. album this is personal. Yes, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's very direct it and emotive felt, yes
1: you are not gonna f- yeah you're not gonna find a a song like grimy waifu on this no, album. no. no. <laughs>
2: well, and you don't have the song titles really all that much on this one either yeah uh, the song like titles the, are
0: pretty res- re- pretty reserved
2: compared to uh, the other two <laughs> um that's not, So there aren't uh, any bangers on this thing because oh, no. uh, there's a fair share of them. Um, it, but, yeah, there's this, just this overall undercurrent um, and vibe about this album. It's like Peggy's kind of coming from a place of hurt. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, fed up with all the trends in the music business, along with processing all of this in our, you know, newly changed world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, to me, it... <laughs> it kind of blew me away how honest this record is. Um, and, you know, and lyrically, yes, there's always like the wrestling references and the video game references, but getting like just uh, just, just a really personal story. Um, and I feel like I'll be picking up things from Peggy's lyrics for years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this album combines the best aspects of veteran and uh, all my heroes yeah. are corn balls even if this album maybe isn't quite as tight feeling as those albums yeah uh i do find the vibe and message of lp much more moving mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so though i would like to pick rebound as the, my chosen <laughs> track
4: it. that's like okay <laughs> no, we're going to no, banger. It.
2: we're going with I'm the not- banger <laughs> I'm not going to do it, though. I'm not going to do it, though, because that, that's probably Peggy's best song, right? Um, oh, God, yeah. But uh, I'm actually going to go with Tired, Nervous, and Broke. Oh, that's another good one. Because I feel like it, it's a really good sample of what this album has to yeah. offer, where, where you get the section of, like, JPEG Mafia just lighting you up with his flow, but mm-hmm. then you also get this, like... St- beautiful the beautiful you know, coda at the end it's just, just so it's nice. so yeah. honest and it's so like sad but in like a, in like the best way yeah, uh, yeah. um so yes I, I tired nervous and broke you think you...
4: Man,
8: why the fuck you said that shit you say if you ain't mean it? She bumpin' bread, but she black as Ben Carson. Yeah, yeah. Back in the bricks, I was giving dick to all my sergeants. Yeah, yeah. I know you mad because your friends ain't no G's. Not at all. And we got that's as big as Doug yeah. in my apartment. Boy, boy. Keep it on the hip wanna load a clip and blow the cartridge. And yeah. ain't the heat at your garments, boy. What about that shit you said I did when I was broke? Yeah, and what about Did you? Fuck, I'm still here walking around if you a demon. See? Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. Not at all. Don't shoot my shit, I'll never miss, but I hit my target. Yeah, yeah. Nigga look quick, I'm the wrong nigga to start with. Yeah, yeah. I know why you hate Cause you don't feel safe in your own apartment. No. I know why you hate cause you know you lame and know you bald. Shake it up. Yeah, I see the fucking mm-hmm. you niggas, I know that's common. Uh-huh. The money can't change how a bitch nigga started. End up making threats, yeah. start of paying homage. Caught for possession, I feel like Sarah McLachlan. Yeah. drop your nuts, I'm tired of tweeting and talking. Pretty socks, big blocks, bitch, I'm with the nonsense. What Come about in. that shit you uh-huh. said that year when I was broke? Yeah, and what about buying a ticket? I can't
3: Is fire. It's, it's like it has some shit on there, but man, it has some shit on there that's just like woo. There's a song in there that's actually stupidish. Really? Yeah, they had to make a f-ing version just to take it off. It was just like stupid. It's just can't be by the. No. No, it was, like the, it was like the first track. I was like, oh my god. I like it, but I was like. <laughs> so, okay.
10: Let's
3: do that again. Yeah. whole thing, so just sing with me.
0: you can you can alternate any of those anymore.
2: okay hold on all right polly are you tired nervous and broke i'm tired and i'm nervous i'm not gonna say
0: i'm broke i think that i've been blessed a lot this year and i've, I've been blessed with great music great friends a great community great podcast hosts to keep me company to keep me sane so i'm not gonna say i'm broke tired and nervous all the fucking time
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
0: but I use, I need good music to get me through that though, you know? So that's why my number seven is it's just kinda like, it's almost comfort food for me. It was just an album that I'm looking forward to because it's like by a comfort food group that it's like, ah oh, mm-hmm. I'm glad this one was good. My number seven is Aggression Continuum from Fear Factory. Oh, oh. nice. Uh, I, just, I love Fear Factory. I've always loved them. The is one of my favorite 90s albums ever. Um, and it's just so great that this album turned out as good as it did because as it stands right now, this will be the final album uh, that they released with Burton C. Bell as a vocalist. And if that holds true, he went out on a hell of an album. Like, I would say it's yeah. one of the strongest albums in their entire catalog. Uh, I, I know a lot of people disagree. They don't like the, the, the kind of the synthy parts... That got added in there but i think that it kind of makes this album feel a lot more grand and and theatric um and it's trying to be um a lot of fear mm. Factory's albums do take a very theatric and uh, a concepted approach and though aggression continuums is a little more scattered i think that these albums having those synthy parts in them it, it, it one it takes the edge off a little bit makes it a little more accessible maybe you know Uh, adds that extra little bit of melody that might pull some new listens in and you know get them to go back to check out something like demanufacture um Mm -hmm. but just like this is just aggressive industrial groove metal comfort food top to bottom at its Mm -hmm. very best like uh there's not really a whole lot i could say about it. it's just a really good album that delivers on everything fear factory is good at like it's got chugging fucking riffs that just punish you it's got uh just aggressive vocals that tear your ear you know that'll just split your face into but these like amazingly well you know clean vocals that like soar you through choruses and stuff so yeah they, they, they may never have strayed far from what they do but at least they still do it really damn good and that's all Mm -hmm. that i needed like this is just a comfort Mm -hmm. food album that made me feel not it made me feel like like i just enjoyed a thanksgiving dinner but it came out in like june or something um and the track that i've chosen is the mad max inspired fuel injected suicide machine because this song just kicks off kinds of ass so enjoy yes Wake up over there! Wake up! Hello. What are you doing? I'm waking up. I told. I. I (laughs) I'm up. Better be. Wake the hell up, because it's it's your turn. I
1: slept too long.
0: Oh no! Oh, that'll do it to you every time. But no excuses. No excuses. This is the album. Listening club's big end of the year spectacular. And I'm not gonna oh, yeah. have you. I'm not gonna have you, John Thire it for me. I'm not gonna. Have, <laughs> I'm not gonna have that. So I need. I need you to march directly to my office and deliver me a number seven for my ears to enjoy.
1: Yeah. Uh, hey, you remember when we were talking about counterculture rappers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, my number seven is I lie here buried with my rings and dresses. Backwash. Oh. <laughs> Backwash. <laughs> amazing so record. So good. It's Heavy it's as backwash. fuck. Oh yes. Backwash, for those of you who are not familiar, is a Zambian Canadian rapper mm-hmm. uh, who, again, I don't always look up people's uh, people's history on this stuff. I don't even remember how I found out about this record other than hearing you know, the title track probably put up somewhere either on Twitter or in the music I, I know out. I put it up on Discord. Yeah. like course.
0: And Ada Rock mm-hmm. was involved with this album too, I yes. believe. So. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Ada from uh, Black dresses, dresses features on one of these songs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is sort of keeping in the theme of sort of industrially minded hip hop. This is a very harsh, Woo. very aggressive mm-hmm. album. One of the songs was produced by Clipping.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: Uh, so you kind of know what you're getting in for, and it's very heartfelt and gut wrenching, oh yeah, 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 yeah,
2: and it's a journey it's 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 not a long record, but it didn't need no, it, to be no um it just it's just one powerful punch, and after it, you're just kind of breathless, yeah, you're just like.
0: You're laying in the middle. Like, like, it's, it's very much like, like I, I describe, uh, Chelsea Wolf's, his spun to people. Isn't that like, Oh yeah. It left me in the middle of my floor feeling like I got run over by a steamroller the first time. And this album yeah. very much, this album approaches that same level of intensity.
1: Mm. Yeah. This, yeah. Every once in a while you just get that, you know, baseball bat to the knee kind of album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is that. And, uh, Rather than going with the title track, I'm going to go with the closing track, Burn to Ashes. Yes! Just as good. Yep.
6: water, no one in help. I don't need no one. And the lights of and hazel and Sonics is right in my head. Blooded from water, flying in horror. sorry shower, more in the hour. I think it's sad with the way that I went. I took the baggage from every event. I- I wish I fell in my head There is no banish from where I'm headed Quietly just took at me for my suffering So I decided to go ahead I didn't deny that I ended up dead Up in the casket I'm wearing the red Life me so fuck when you end up depressed I just ignited it's all in the head Boy these demons you need in the prayer How do I cancel the evil in there? I just go back to the weep of despair Punching the wind, kicking the air Uncomfortable feelings, in my hair I'm a beginner, fit in the bear How did this shit even get to the side? I thought that this shit would be different here only sentence so grace that's a face And just ends up with me on the kick in the chair When the time comes, it's face to black I know where I'm at I just fucked the fuse Boom, I started as a bird to ash I've been fighting all these demons But I'm losing I'm a target in the view And there's nothing I can do I've been trying out to air not this disfuse But the air not removing What the fuck I'm gonna do? To I don't wanna hear the silence in my room nothing new could you I'm just trying to keep a bucket Keep it moving, but this shit is not improving What the fuck I'm gonna do I been trying to get some help Stop this silence on my health Think I'm finding someone else Stop this violence on myself Most of the time I'm mostly blinded Cause my party's overfilled Closing blinds, there's no one's side I feel like hiding from the world I know it's hard Feel the pandemic is making it worse. Pre-diabetic, my story is cursed. I hope the sepsis will get to me first. Finding it hard to breathe, I'm a harder reason. My stomach is folding my nerves. If it was up to me, this is right, cause it's only just what I deserve. I know that Trashy is worried. I'm so sorry, for you know just how I'm hurting. This is my problem, you don't deserve it. I feel unworthy without any purpose. I cherish the time we spent together. Every moment is making it worth it. I never talk about how I'm feeling. I don't want bother and make you feel nervous. If I do, go in silence. Let it it be known that I tried to I can Fuck on my enemies hard as I can Fuck all these papers who call me a man When the time comes, it's face to black I know where I'm at I just like the fumes Boom, I spark it as I burn to ash
1: And we have our second listener list. Hello, we got we got more of those. Yay! Yay, this is the last one that's in text. That's okay because this one's really long.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh, you got a doozy. It sounds like somebody gave you that one on purpose.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I saw, I I saw that. It. Uh, yeah, so this is this is a list from my partner's Aspen Dances with a Woo's May. <laughs> And we're going to listen and we're going to read this off. All right. Let's hear it. Oh, boy. I haven't read this before doing (laughs) this. so I don't know what I'm getting myself into. (laughs) Fantastic. Dear Album Listening Club, it has come to my attention that as linear time continues to progress, we are approaching the end of the 2021 calendar year. Undoubtedly, this means that the Album Listening Club will be creating another top 10 albums of the year (laughs) podcast as it is established in the lore that the album listening club has terrible tastes in music <laughs> trademark. I have came to the realization that it is my burden to destruct the album <laughs> listening club on what was a good music trademark from 2021. That's fair. Here's what I'll do just for you. I'll list my top three albums of the year in descending order from least favorite to most favorite with commentary on what makes each of them so good. Hopefully after this lecture, you will only ever have correct opinions trademark on music. We can only hope. My third favorite album of the year is Inside the Songs by Bo Burnham. The soundtrack Ooh. to Inside by Bo Burnham. The special was released at the right time and in a succinct 87 minutes managed to encapsulate the wholly overwhelming and under stimulating ethos of the COVID-19 pandemic from the perspective of the quote unquote average person. The special and the songs from it convey themes of deteriorating mental health, the health of the world as a whole resulting from climate change, and of political corruption exacerbating the struggles of all but those directly benefiting from end-stage neoliberalism. The music manages to find the most interesting balance between being clever yet totally approachable, with sing-alongable songs about fear and despair. Bo Burnham even manages to switch up themes in the middle of songs while still maintaining full coherency due to how anchored they were in our culture. While I'm not sure of the staying power of this album in, say, a decade, as hopefully we'll have moved on from the socio-political issues comprising the majority of the album by then, I find myself singing songs off the album over six months later. My second favorite album from this year is Lil Nas X's star-studded debut full-length album Montero. Mm. Creative and ambitious, this album casts a wide net. Lil Nas X has something to offer everyone with almost stark tonal differences between songs. In September of 2021, over a year and a half of existing in the COVID-19 hellscape, this was a fun album that I needed. Mm-hmm. It's an album with themes of homophobia, internalized and interpersonal, self-doubt and his struggles with his religious views, but it never lingers in despair. It's an album of self-love and acceptance, but it doesn't come across as masturbatory. It's simply a masterpiece. Songs from the album continue to make the frequent rotation people I know. As some of the songs are absolute bops, and with some of the songs making it into Madden, I'm predicting this album will have some staying power. It was a really good record.
0: Yeah, I really yeah. liked that album a lot. Like when it came out, it was literally all I listened to for like a week.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I gave it, I gave it a few good spins. It's not, it's not my typical jam by any means, but you know, as far as pure top forty goes, it's you know, it's like oh, some yeah. of the best
2: yes yeah, yeah. it's
1: it, it, it's the best it's the best it's the best radio music has been yeah. for quite some time yeah yeah
2: and, ju- and just a that. very very likable artist here. oh absolutely um, oh yeah it, it, i just I, I love twitter though oh, oh yeah God. yeah class. nobody
0: does twitter better than him
2: <laughs> class just, just little nausea it's just class all around yeah um, top to bottom
0: Like, even when he started getting into the NFT bullshit and people clued him in, he was like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, like
1: Oh, he actually backtracked. It sounds like he
0: did. So it sounds like he's very conscious about things like that. And I think that, like, as an artist that is in his position and you would think would be kind of untouchable at this point or unreachable, I think that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I'm just glad that album... Landed as well as it did. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a lot riding on it. Um, yeah,
0: He he had built that up and, and, mm-hmm. and all the expectations were on him to deliver. And he absolutely
2: mm-hmm. did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. As far as the broader music industry co- is concerned, it was probably the most anticipated
2: yeah. release of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that. And uh, Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Yeah. Yeah. Adele, Adele. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adele. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You say Adele, yeah, Adele. People just lose their mind. <laughs>
1: hey, uh, you know, it, it has its audience. It does. Moving on. I listened to at least 33 albums this year, and I genuinely adore my top 17-ish. <laughs> there were a number of albums that hit me as a complete surprise. For example, Elephant in the Room by Mick Jenkins and Actually You Can by Deerhoof. Ooh, Both made my top yeah. 10. Yeah. yeah, those are
2: good. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm.
1: While my number one maybe isn't as much of a shock as some of these albums even landing on the list... How quickly I fell head over heels for it definitely got to me. My number one album of all of 2021 is Existence is Futile by Cradle of Filth. Good (laughs) taste! Let's go! Let's go. It's been alleged that the last song played by the band of the RMS Titanic as she was sinking was (laughs) Nearer My God to Thee. (laughs) Hence, I declare that the soundtrack to the end of times shall be Existence is I, Futile.
0: Hell yeah!
1: <laughs> I was ensnared by the melody and emotionally guided up, down, around, and through the apocalypse. God, existence yeah. is Futile is an almost operatic piece with how the visuals and storytelling is conveyed to the listener. I seriously don't know how he remembers all those fucking lyrics. That's so I've nuts. Like, I've...
0: Looking at a Cradle of Filth lyrics sheet is nuts.
1: Oh my god, it's so... It's a book.
0: It's ridiculous when you look at, like, these old fucking 16th century words he's putting to these crazy fucking death metal tunes.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: I've
1: been been listening to this band for a long time, and I still don't think I know the (laughs) lyrics to a full one of any of their songs. (laughs) Like, maybe Cradle to Enslave. Yeah, Cradle to Enslave. And I know the opening to funeral in carpathia yeah (laughs) that's (laughs) it well her ghost in the fog is a little some of the radio singles are a little much easier easier to digest this is something i've never experienced with black ladle oh honey i gotta give you an education oh let's do it (laughs) the rule show don't tell might have been obeyed but it seems like all others were rewritten Much like last year's American Head, a band that has been around for quite some time, has perhaps introduced us to their greatest piece Mm. to date, and I can't see where I can't wait to see where they go from here. Nice. I also predict. mm, I also predict this album will make rounds in my rotation for quite some time to come, as it for quite some time to come as it's been my go-to since its release in October. Nice. Thus ends my lecture. In the Hellscape that was 2021, the objectively best albums were Inside the Songs by Bo Burnham, Montero by Lil Nas X, and Existence is Futile by Cradle of Filth. Please take note and adjust your own lists accordingly. Hey, I look forward to hearing these <laughs> albums and no others listed in your album of the year <laughs> podcast. Yours truly, Aspen Dances with the Woos May. Love y'all. That's
0: the hell uh, of a list. Brilliant. Alright. Brilliant. brilliant. Yep. So I guess
2: yes. that's going to um,
0: swing us back around to our last picks of the day. Oh, here we go! We've made it to the end of one, yeah. but, two, but we got to get there first. Uh, Ph, give us your last one of the day.
2: It's like we're we're almost there, right? We're right? we're just about to get there, and then uh, suddenly carnage Uh-oh. happens. Uh oh! <laughs> <laughs> My sixth album is Carnage by oh. Nick Cave oh. and Warren God. Ellis. Yeah, there you go. Um, oh boy! <laughs> if there's something you should know about me. Uh like there's a good chance if that there's a new Nick Cave project released mm-hmm. that year, it's gonna probably end up in my top ten of that year. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, um, I kind of figured this was gonna be there.
2: Yeah, yes. yeah. This, as soon is, this as you said
0: church, carnage, church. I was like, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um just one of my favorite absolute mm. like favorite artists is Nick Cave. And uh mm. this I'm teaming up with Warren Ellis, and that's the uh musician, not the comic book Not the Netflix. Comic Netflix book. Guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not the Pennsylvania guy. Um, <laughs> this is Warren Ellis, who is a film composer as well as a member of Nick Cave's band, The Bad Seeds. Bad mm-hmm. um, and I believe this duo put this album together pretty quickly uh, as kind of a way just to capture uh, the chaotic yeah. world altering year that uh, 2020 was. Mm-hmm. Um, and It's another record I think has a strong two halves. Uh, the first is kind of addressing this like existential dread mm-hmm. of 2020. And then the second half is more about Nick Cave's uh, internal anxieties of yeah. 2020 and with his own uh, personal relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so his last project, Ghostine, um, is one of my all time personal favorite albums. Yeah. Like that 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 album means so much to me. Mm. But But hey, I get it that's a long album and um, it's an album that's a little rigid and it's maybe a little too still at times uh, with its sort of synthetic um, ambience. Um, So while I feel like Carnage is like an epilogue to Ghostine, it is like much more flexible and and organic and and freeing. And it's uh, in the way it's produced and the song composition And I think it actually makes it a a much more approachable, direct, and digestible album. Mm. Um, You know, you still have like ambient-like tracks, but it you can really feel the pulse uh, with those. and, uh, you know, shout out to it being a Nick Cave record. There's going to be fade outs uh, <laughs> yeah. on these songs. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Always a problem for me in Nick Cave projects, but it, I, it, it, I
2: understand the
0: brilliance there, and I appreciate it, though. Like, Yeah,
2: I mean, it, it makes me... And I'm a fan. I still win, so I'm like...
0: Ah, <laughs> every but, time you hear that fade or sliding down, that music going away, I, a tear yeah. just slowly rolls yeah. down its cheek. it mean,
2: there's some ways of doing fade outs where I'm fine, yeah. I'm good with it, and then there's just times when you when you feel the fade outs when I'm like, oh, oh man, it's that's
1: like this not
0: song's it. <laughs> just not done. <laughs>
1: but it, what, the thing I don't like the most, I don't, I'm not as averse to fade outs as uh, Polly is, and apparently as a as much as Psychic Heist is. Yeah. What I don't like is when the song's just in the refrain and they fade yeah. out on the refrain. Oh like, yeah, you fuckers write a fucking real ending. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. This isn't the 1990s where you need to leave a tail for the video credits. There you go. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um also I'm going to say um of of all the albums here that's in my top 10, um there's something about Nick Cave that just gets me emotionally mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. this this album will just consistently always bring tears to my eyes Ooh. um when I when when I'm finished with it because it it's um you know ghosting kind of ends on this note of like life is harsh Mm -hmm. you know like it's and it's harsh for everyone yeah um but uh this one actually ends i think on on like this just lovely powerful like life-affirming note of just Mm -hmm. being with the person you love um and it just like i just remember like 1st time listening to this album and driving into work and the sun (laughs) is rising (laughs) and i've got just tears (laughs) just coming down my face (laughs) Um. So, uh, it it's 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 a really good experience. It's digestible. It's it's, it's only eight tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't forget the right runtime, but I think around forty minutes. Um, however, uh, the track I would like to play for you all today is not not like a heavy emotional one in the sense of like I'm gonna cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh. It's pro- It's probably much the opposite of that. It's the terrifying one. Um, mm. It uh, the song I'm going to play is called "White Elephant." Mm. Um, it's the most political song on this album, and and even though uh, I believe this song was written before the January 6th Capitol attack, it's <laughs> it's one of those songs that feels oddly coincidental, right? Uh, what happened here in the u.s yeah like it it just feels like it could soundtrack that event oh Um,
0: man that's rough
2: yeah it's a villain this is a villainous song yeah um it's told through the eyes of i guess what could be a like a white supremacist religious QAnon gun nut Um, oh yeah and i just find it terrifying um and then what even freaks me out more about this song is that it, it will change directions in a very kind of unexpected way mm-hmm. and if you weren't paying attention to it, you'd almost think oh, I didn't expect this, this kind of sounds nice and grand <laughs> um, but actually I I would hate to think what's really going on uh, during uh, the narrative of the song when you get to that section so uh, so hit it Polly uh, let's freak out the masses uh, with White Elephant
10: sits on his porch. his elephant gun in his tears. Shoot you for free if you come around here. Protester kneels on the neck of a statue. The statue says, I can't breathe. Protester says, now you know how it feels, and he kicks it into the sea. I'm a Botticelli Venus with a penis riding an enormous scalloped fan I'm a sea foam woman rising from the spray I'm coming to do you harm a gun in my pants full of elephant tears and a seahorse on each arm. With my elephant gun of tears, I'll shoot you all for free. If you ever think of coming around here, I'll shoot you in the fucking face if you think of coming around here. Melding in the sun I'm an ice sculpture With an elephant gun I'm an ice sculpture Made of elephant sized tears Raining gas And salt upon your heads. The president has called In the feds I've been planning this for years I'll shoot you In the fucking face If you think I'm coming around shoot you just for fun, I'm a statue lying on my side in the sun with the memory of an elephant Evaporating before your eyes and becoming a great grey cloud of wrath, roaring my salt upon the earth I'll shoot you all for free if you so much as look at me
2: Polly, all right. Are you ready to you ready to get your ready to close it out for the first I can, half?
0: I think I can close out my first half solidly in a in a probably a thematic similar way to yours. You talk about you know that your, your Carnage was an emotional album for you. My number six was pretty emotional for me as well, and I have to imagine it was also pretty emotional for the group of people that made it. Um and number 6 is by the time I get to Phoenix from injury oh. reserve. Ah
4: uh,
0: yeah. Oh Ooh. man. This one's uh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh, it's
4: powerful. Oh,
0: it's a very powerful artistic statement. So, this album is almost what I would call Hip-Hop's Kid A
2: moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think boy. that's fair. I think that's fair.
0: This album It's wildly unconventional. It challenges the genre in ways that are just aurally and aesthetically fascinating. Uh, It has a very sincere emotional core uh, that -hmm. runs through it. Uh, This is a hip-hop album that I would give somebody that doesn't like hip-hop at all and is more into Radiohead or something and say, give this some time. Like, Let this gel inside your brain a little bit because this is not like an album you're going to throw on and you're going to get... A conventional hip-hop album there is rapping every now and again but this is a much more melodic different kind of thing um and when you understand where it's coming from you understand why this album sounds the way that it does yeah
2: um there's really it there's there's really nothing quite like it like this there's there's a newness i think yeah this this is
0: exciting like, like mm-hmm. hearing that this can come out and like be picked up by the hip hop community. It's just like, this is a sound that you're going to, to, to embrace. And I like that, you know, because you typically, you, you get things like this from people like JPEG Mafia and stuff, but not like that. Like, this is very, this is, a, I've not, I didn't hear a record that sounded like this, like at all. I don't think, like, I, I don't know that anything sounds exactly the way this album does. Um, but it's an album rooted in the feelings of loss, uh, starting with uh, Nate Ritchie's Stepfather, Was who the album, was on a lot of its content, was originally about. But it also came to symbolize the loss of Grogs, who is a member mm-hmm. of their own group, who passed away halfway through the production mm-hmm. of the album. And his productions, yeah. or his contributions are on half of the album, and they had to go on and carry on a year later and finish it without him. And you feel that hole that's there. It is... Yeah. It's very affecting. Um, uh, It's an album that, like, the only way that I can describe it, and I had to rattle my brain to kind of figure this one out because... Like, this album took me a while to puzzle out. I knew that it was something I immediately loved, and I knew that I was immediately emotionally touched by, because it did make me cry. Um, Mm -hmm. But this is an album that feels like being stuck in in the disorienting heat of the desert, and this album doesn't see you out of the other side of that. It's just where you have to live right now, because they're still Mm -hmm. in the middle of it. Like, Mm -hmm. not enough time has passed to have given you the catharsis of finally getting out of the other side of what this album is presenting um it ends on a note that's just we're still here and we're just living get back at me later i'll you know maybe it'll be different um yeah and uh the 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 the, the track that i chose is the most emotional track for me it's the one that when I first listened to it, I had to stop the album for like 10 to 15 minutes and just kind of recompose myself. And I don't want to... Yeah. I hate ending the day on a downer, but I i can't let this moment go by. Like if somebody's mm. not going to listen to this album, I at least want to share the most uh, emotionally affecting moment from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Top Picks for You. Um, oh, yeah. Which oh, man. It's, just, it's a song about how somebody's digital fingerprints still remain once they're gone. Like your, their number will still be in your phone or you'll come across something you Mm -hmm. saw online and like, they would fucking (laughs) laugh their head off at that. And you would want to go send it to them, but you can't, or like a save file at a video game that they could, but they're not going to jump back into that. You know, like it's, it's, it left me an emotional wreck. And I knew then that this album was doing something very, very special. And I knew that it was very, very special to the people making it. Uh, It's very considered. It's very beautiful. It's a beautiful sentiment uh, to both the loss of a stepfather and the loss of a friend. Um, And what that come to symbolize to me and the losses that I've dealt with and how like I see and feel all of those emotions that come pouring out. And that's not to say that this record doesn't have some really fun moments on it as well. Like smoke don't clear is another smoke one don't of my, <laughs> <clear. Yeah. laughs> that song is so much fun. Um, yeah. Superman. That is also just really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, wild, yeah. wild West ground zero. Mm-hmm. Like it's an album that's full of really great moments that are just really it... like accentuated yeah. by this intense emptiness and sadness and unique production and no no attention paid at all to verse chorus verse like there's not hooks here very very few if there are any Mm -hmm. um but yeah just a fantastic artistic statement from a bunch of guys are clearly going through a lot of hurt and yeah. It's, it's so beautifully presented uh, just you know the perfect way to like honor those that they had lost by the time I get to Phoenix from injury reserve try to keep them eye holes dry this is top picks for you
11: I felt lost, but a hole like this I never could imagine. imagined Your patterns still in place, algorithms still in action As I scroll through I see a piece of you is still reacting As I drove through I still seen pieces on the street of glass Still immortalized from the things that happened Turned to fragments in a fitment I can only imagine Turned to ashes in the blink of an eye, hold in a basket But your patterns are still intact and algorithms still react. I'm gonna go You it I like it. Like it. what I'm oh, going The table. I see a lot more than what appears to be a shadow. He walks across a room. I see a lot more than seems to be patterns. I scan the room. I see bits and pieces of you scattered. It's those same patterns that gon' get us through the next chapter. Your blood run through this home and your habits through much after. Grab the remote. Pops up something you would've watched. I'm like, classic. This is some shit I would've seen you watch and it just laughed at. Your patterns are still in place and your algorithm is still in action. Yeah. Just working so you can just jump right back in, but you ain't jumping back in, just running back.
0: Taylor! Hello. Oh, we got a little emotional there. You're going to close us out? Maybe you can bring us out of this a little bit. Maybe I've... I've I'm sorry to have dive-bombed the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think you should um, allow the people to be sad, you know? <laughs> Let like, them
0: eat cake. Sad exactly,
2: cake. Exactly.
1: Uh, let's say that our three uh, closing albums of day one uh, are all dealing with the same... <laughs> let's say, the same global circumstances in very different yeah, ways. Yeah. That that being said, energy-wise, get ready for a hard left turn. <laughs> let's do it! I, we probably need to pull out. We probably need it, yeah. <laughs> let's do it! Because my number six is Torn Arteries by Carcass.
4: Oh, oh nice. Yes! This one's nice. good!
1: This one's good! Death fucking metal! <laughs> yes! So... Carcass is a Liverpool, United Kingdom death metal band mm-hmm. who have been around for fucking ever. Oh, yeah. There was a little pause for a couple of years there. And this is their first album in eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one was an album called Surgical Steel in 2013. Also really fucking mm-hmm. good, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Torn Arteries is their latest sonic assault upon the world. And, you know, hey if you like to headbang and you like straight ahead death metal that still has that kind of melodic hookiness to it, then there are very few people who do it better than Carcass. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Carcass is known uh, both for, well, ever, both on both Surgical Steel and this album, there's a certain amount of social consciousness to it, but they wrap it up in... You know sort of grim and gory medical imagery mm-hmm. and both the perfectly headbangableness of the music and all of that stuff i just said is exemplified in my pick which is under the scalpel blade yeah But for the time being, it seems like we all need to go have a smoke break. So what's your final thoughts on the day, guys?
0: My final thoughts of the day are, holy shit, everybody just brought bangers to the party. Um, (laughs) We did. Everybody's got such good. We did. Like, I I think it sounds like Dances with the Woos did us some good. It sounds like we got to change those shirts next year on the album covers that we're doing because I think we just (laughs) brought good music only to the party.
1: Um, yes, this is a, there's been quite a it's, a, it's like a tapas menu of good music. Oh, there's yeah. a little pieces of a whole bunch of different things going on, especially mm. now that we've got a third person added into the equation. i yeah.
0: already feeling yeah. real good about that decision. But before we close the day out, Psychic Heist, give me your 10 to 6 one more time for everybody at home.
2: Absolutely. My number 10 is The Turning Wheel by Spelling. My number 9 is Fire by The Bug. 8 is by the world's greatest band, The Armed, and it's Ultra Pop. Number 7 is LP, offline version, by JPEG Mafia. And 6 is Carnage by Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Taylor, Taylor, recap it.
1: My number 10 is Smiling With No Teeth by Genesis Obusu. My number 9 is Ultra Popped by The Armed. My number 8 is No Gods, No Masters by Garbage. My number 7 is I Lie Here Buried With My Rings In My Dresses by Backwash. And my number 6 is Torn Arteries by Carcass.
0: And my number 10 to 6 goes like so. My number 10 is Glow On! from Turnstile. My number nine is Existence is Futile by Cradle of Filth. My number eight is Brass from More Mother and Billy Woods. My number seven is Aggression Continuum from Fear Factory. And my number six is By the Time I Get to Phoenix from Injury Reserve. But we're not done. Not by a long shot. You will want to join us again on the 20th. Third, we will be back all up in your ear holes with five more hot albums and we got another listener list to come right at you you will not want to miss it so check us out then we will be back and until then what you need to do is you know what you need to do always 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 listen to more Death Grips